The following comes to you through Potbean.com in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. Welcome to another In the Artist Realm. Good evening today, everyone. I am Sylvia Stein, or indie author Sylvia Stein, and I am so happy to be bringing you another one-on-one -on -one this evening. Um, and I'm very, very happy to bring you all the way from, where are you calling us from t today? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Debut author, Lisa Post. Thank you so, so much for being here, Lisa I apologize for the technical difficulties that we were having, but I appreciate your patience. And without further ado, here's Lisa Post, and I'm going to have her um, introduce herself to everyone. And thank you again for being here. Thank you, Sylvia, so much for having me. And don't worry about those technical issues. Those happen. Not a big deal. Um, as Sylvia has already said, my name is Lisa Post, and I am living in beautiful North Central PA. It is gorgeous here. Oh. Um, it is just beautiful. The cows outnumber the people, probably <laughs> about 20 to 1. <laughs> it's, to say it's rural is like saying New York City is kind of urban. You know? Oh, wow. <laughs> but we love it here. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I can, I, can, I can just imagine how beautiful it, it is, especially with the weather right now. Is it hot over there in Pennsylvania now at this time? Okay, well that's not that's not too bad. We're here in North Carolina, so it's it's been what we call hot. It's like when when we have snow, it's what we call snow. If that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, but I I'm so happy to have you. I I've been had the pleasure of working with Lisa because we uh, work with uh, writing a writing platform called the Coffee uh, House Writers, and I got the opportunity to meet Lisa when we worked at Odyssey, and she's always been a wonderful writer, uh, excellent writer, and now she's a debut author, and I, you know, when I had the podcast, I wanted her to come on, and she, uh, you know, she also asked me if she could be on, and, but she is uh, so wonderful. She writes different types of, uh, always has a different type of writing, and I wanted her to come and talk to us about how she got started and everything else, so without any more, uh, uh, chit-chatting from me. Go ahead and tell us about you and how you got started, Lisa. Well, I've always had a love for writing as far back as I can remember. There really isn't a time that I can pinpoint where I said, oh, I'm going to be a writer someday. It just, for me, it was a given. It was just, mm -hmm. I knew that's what I meant to do. Um, I, I got a little delayed. <laughs> got married and had children. Yes. But I was always writing writing or poetry on the side, um, but it was just recently in the last few years that I've started 
started to seriously put effort and time into a writing career. Yeah. Well, that that's that's amazing. So tell us about that. Well, um, I'm a student at Southern New Hampshire University. Yay. And I, yeah, yay. Yay. Um, and heard about Odyssey through the um, onboarding emails I got oh. sent out. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, I'm more of a fiction writer, but I thought I would give it a try. And I found that very mm. enjoyable. Yes. And um, loved writing. My, I seem to have found my niche in writing humor. Um, I started out writing fiction, uh-huh. and I just love writing humorous articles about everyday life. I yeah. have seven children. Wow. always something to write about. Yes, you know? I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even before that, I was taking part in the um, National Novel Writing Yes, Nano, NaNoWriMo. Yes, and I've been doing that for about seven years. And it was a fun outlet, and I've enjoyed that, too. Well, that's awesome. So you do it all. Like, your mom, you... You know, you started, you know, Southern New Hampshire, you, you know, you're, you have seven children. Can you tell us uh, about their ages, if you don't mind, before we go into more of your writing? <laughs> oh, I love to talk about my kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a 21-year-old son wow. in California right now, and he is doing an internship as head wrangler at a camp. Oh, wow. He with all the horses. Oh, he's just loving it, and he's good I'll, at it. I, I bet. <laughs> Um, I have twins who are 19, Wow. and they are currently living at home and working, earning money for college. Yeah, that's great. And I, I got a, uh, he's 16, I got a 16-year-old son, 15-year-old, 12-year-old, and my youngest is 8. Wow. You don't even look, because I, 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 you sent me a picture, I'm like, you don't look like you have seven uh, children, Lisa, so what's it, what's in the, what's over there in Pennsylvania that's not in North Carolina? You got to tell me your secret after the show. I don't know, <laughs> they say having children keep you young, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's just great. So, um, and a shout out to all your family and every, er, everybody there. Um, but I was going to say, so, uh, uh, you said you started with fiction, and you, you do the NaNoWriMo's, and you found your niche in humorous articles and stuff. But um, I know you've written a book recently, correct? Correct. Yeah, my first love is fiction. Okay. That's what I want to do full time. Okay. Um, for me, about, I don't know, down the road, hopefully sooner rather than later, writing fiction, writing books, that's my first love, and that's what I would like to be doing full time. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, the book is called Isotope. Um, it was released in April, and it is fiction. It's science fiction and action adventure oh, okay so and that started through uh, NaNoWriMo by the way oh wow that so tell us about your what did you say the name of the book was called isotope okay isotope okay and tell yeah. us about the story like when you started the, the process if you don't mind like can you t- share without giving the plot away of course how did it begin <laughs> with you when you when you started at NaNoWriMo with the book Really? And wow. It's kind. Of, I think a little strangely. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. It, you're, it's, it's, it's perfectly, I mean, that's, a, I always get fascinated when I hear someone starts at the end to go to the beginning. That's always fascinating to me. So, so uh, please continue. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I started at the end in my imagination and that's, I kind of had an idea of where I wanted to go with it, but I didn't really start writing it until I knew where, how I was going to get from point A to point B, generally speaking. I obviously didn't have all the details worked out yet. Yeah. And as okay. I wrote it, I used to try to throw, I'd like to try to throw in um, what I call ninjas. <laughs> um, it's just, if you've been on uh, NaNoWriMo, you know what that is. You just yes. get stuck, you get in a rut, you got to call out a ninja and do something yes. unexpected. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that was a practice I did with isotopes frequently. <laughs> Oh, well, that's that's awesome. So did you have much time to prep? Because I know you wrote it a long time ago. So did it take uh, several nano, uh, na nano rhymos before you got the draft completed? Because I know you're very busy, you know, with, with life, like children and, you know, your, your household stuff and everything, work, everything, school. Did you find that time to work on it? I did have time outside of November. I made time. Um, not as much time as I wanted, of course. It took probably about, oh, I would say three years to really get it to a place where I could think seriously about saying, hey, this is possible. I could actually try to get this published. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. I, I must have revised it three or four times. My husband read it. I had one of my daughters read it. I had a whole beta testing crew going on. Yes. And they were all saying the same thing. You need to get this published. And wow. that's how that kind of progressed through the process. Wow. Did How did it feel when you knew you were publishing it? Like it was becoming a book. Like uh, after, you know, you got everybody to read it after the draft and they told you to publish it. Um, how did you feel once you, you know how they say you, I don't know if you, uh, did you do it independently or, or it doesn't matter, but they say that once you press on that publish, it just, there's the feeling like, wow, you know, this is really going to go out there, you know, people are going to read it. Like, what, what were your feelings at the time when, when that happened? Oh, I was, I had a whole gamut of emotions going <laughs> on. I can't imagine. So, I mean, I know I how did. it felt for me, but, you know, every everyone is different, so. Right. Well, I was excited and, it's like, almost in disbelief, like, wow, this is finally happening after 40 <coughs> some odd years, you know, and <laughs> terrified yeah <laughs> what if people don't like this book you know oh I've spent my whole life dreaming of writing and if people don't like it what is that telling me as a writer you know and my husband just kept saying relax you love to write you're always gonna write it doesn't it's, really matter does it you're, you're, well, it does and it doesn't you know <laughs> you're you're gonna do it exactly no it, exactly and that's that's awesome to have that support and it looks like you really have that support you know and it must feel, feel like, I, you know, I know for me, writing is something that it just comes natural, like you said. It's something that you just enjoy, and without it, you just kind of feel a little, you know, you, we're always busy. We love our family and everything, but for me, writing is like a passion that, that you have to have for it, right? Would you agree with that? I would totally agree. I have a good friend that says, a writer has got to write, and that's just her way of saying when you're when it's in your blood, you have to do it or you're going to like self-combust or I get cranky if I go too long without being able to do some sort of creative writing. Yeah. I'm just like, you, 
you know, family, I'm sorry, but I have to go write something. I'll be back in like a half an hour. <laughs> oh, okay. I, no, exactly, exactly. No, I, I can... I can totally uh, relate to that feeling because you, you need to have that exactly. A creative outlet or, you know, that story that you want to definitely work on. But I was going to ask you also, um, thank you for sharing that. Can you tell us about your characters in the story? Can you share about that? Oh, yes. The um, main characters <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and without giving away the entire plot, the story starts out with the older sister disappearing unexpectedly uh -oh. and being kidnapped by the um, antagonist. And there's a oh. whole series of hoop jumping that the um, younger sister has to go through to get her older sister back. Oh my goodness. And it wow. involves travel, it involves um, isotopes, obviously the name, mm -hmm. it involves some um, computer chips, it's mystery and um, ends up, I can give this little bit away, is that the sister who is supposed to be studying birds at Cornell University mm -hmm. was actually developing um, spy technology for the government. And this was totally unknown to her younger sister and what got her in trouble, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm so intrigued by it now. <laughs> I, I definitely, we definitely need to get a copy and, and, get a review of it and stuff, uh, you know, definitely, uh, that sounds like a story that needs to be told and, you know, people, more people need to read more about it and, and get to, if you haven't gotten a copy of it, you need to go out there and get it. <laughs> it's definitely a good summer read. It's, it's not too deep. If you're going to the beach, going to go hang out somewhere, for me, if I was going on vacation, this is the type of book I would bring to read and kick back and just enjoy time off. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> now, exactly. So, um, and then that's amazing. I can't, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Now, where do you have it available? Like, do you um, have it on Amazon? Is it different places? It's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and you can get it electronically or paperback. Oh, uh, amazing. Have you thought of, of it possibly making it into an audio book at all? You know, I haven't. Not until you mentioned um, the one that you were having come out soon, right? Isn't it this fall you have one coming out? Yeah. Uh, actually, my, uh, my three books already have audio. My last one got released as, as an audio not too long ago. So I, I never wanted to do one in the first place. Not that I didn't. You know, but I just didn't know, and I found a, a few good narrators because uh, Amazon has that now, where you can mm -hmm. find try to find that uh, one person you're looking for, and it does offer you different options. So you might want to look into that l at a later time if you you want to, and I can give you that right. information. It's no problem. Yeah, definitely. I I never actually ever thought about it until I heard you mention it before, and I was like, oh. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe me, I've learned as I go. There's a lot of stuff I didn't know, and I'm glad that other people made me aware of it. So whenever I have something new to, to add for anyone, I go ahead and mm -hmm. give them that information. So I'm always, like, full of information. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I know I'm not the only one that appreciates 
when you share that information because we need to us writers we got to help each other we, out yes you know? we do there's plenty of room for all of us and there's there's so much to go around and and it's it there's always something to offer and and this is why I do this podcast so that way uh if you know for more re, uh listeners to get to know these uh new authors or artists that have not you know that you perhaps have not heard of yet but you will so mm-hmm. uh, that's the yeah, whole I point Thank you so much. But what are you working on? Uh, like, are you working on, on different projects now? Like, what are mm-hmm. there some stuff that you're working on? Can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, I'm working on a fairly large manuscript right now that it's not, it's not complete. I think given the length of it, I'm going to have to turn it into a series. Right now it's 700 pages wow. um, on, my, on my laptop, and I'm trying to edit it. Um, but... I'm hoping to find an agent for that one. It's, it's quite substantial. Wow. Do you have a name for it, or you don't want to share that yet until you're sure what um, you're going to do with it? Yeah, I'm not set on a name yet. It's a different genre, though, than isotope. It's um, fantasy. Um, I'm really enjoying writing it. It's so much fun, and it's another uh, NaNoWriMo project oh, cool. that I started. And I just went with it, and I have a beta tester reading it now. One of my daughters, again, one of my nine-year-olds. Well, nice, nice. No, it's always good to have someone else uh, look at what you're, you know, you're writing. You know, it's it's like sometimes I'll read something to my husband, and then he'll catch something that I perhaps didn't do. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. if that happens to you. Like you'll read it out loud, oh, yeah. and it you you're like, oh wait a minute, and go back and right. retype something else. Yeah, so you need you need to make sure you're you don't have any plot holes, right? You have to be exactly. tight on what you're trying to say or carry through, correct? Correct, exactly. Now, uh, so you do you said it much more shorter? <laughs> oh no, 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 you're you're fine. I, I tend to ramble on. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was panicking about the technology right now, Lisa was very <laughs> calm. I'm the one that was like, uh, not right now. You can you can break down later, not not right now. <laughs> no problem. But um, I was gonna say um, in the as far as storytelling, would you consider yourself like uh, do you like the first point, uh, like a first person narrative, a third person narrative, or do you kind of go uh, back and forth between the two? I almost never write in first person. I don't know why. Okay. I need to try that and get outside my comfort zone. Okay. For no good reason other than that's just been my habit over the years. No. I always feel like if I say I, or if I'm writing in first person, that it has to be kind of true for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not true when you're writing a book or when you're writing a poem or a short story. Mm-hmm. It's hard to for me to separate what's true about me with a character if I'm writing in first person. 
Oh, okay, I see it. Now, and, and for some people, it's the other way around. They they feel more comfortable with the first person and not the third person. It 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 everyone uh, like I have several books that I've written first person and then or third person. Then I went with first person. So it it, it just tends to change. And it's like you said, you get you kind of get worried. You're gonna push yourself outside your comfort zone. And you're kind of, it's kind of like me with nonfiction. When I write nonfiction, which I don't do too much, it's outside of my comfort zone for me. And, uh, and, and there's other writers that write both all the time. You know, right. it's, it's just, it's just a matter of what you like. Uh, at least that's, that's how it works for me. And I believe that's how it goes for you, right? Because you also write humorous uh, type of articles that you like to write. Is that what you said? Correct. And those are a lot of times are, actually those are many times are in first person. Um, but again, those are short. Those are maybe, what, three to 500 words long. Okay. And a lot of times they are based on real life things <laughs> that actually happen. It happens, sadly, yeah. some of them. Um, <laughs> so I don't yeah. feel so bad about using the first person in that. No, I like your, your I've been reading your stuff and, uh, especially uh, now we're, that we're together working, uh, shout out to the coffee house writers out there. Um, and, uh, I get to work with Lisa, <laughs> yay for everybody. And, uh, I read the, like her articles on medium and I read the one with a girl with that face, that smirk on her face. I laughed so hard <laughs> when I read that one, you know, cause uh, you're, you're very real to, to, you know, life, like things that happen that you share and, you know, you're, you're, especially as moms, I, I feel in my opinion, a lot of times we feel like we get judged more than other people do, at least I do, especially when I had my kids were younger. And I don't know if that, if, I mean, if, especially when I read your article, I just laughed because you put a lot of humor, even though things got serious, you put humor in those and it, it just made me really happy or very, it, like it made me smile because I'm like, I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I made you laugh, then I did my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because, you know, you, you, you have things happen. People ask questions. You're like, they're not really asking me this, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And like I said, sadly, that article that you're speaking of mm -hmm. um, was born of it, all those things didn't happen in one sitting, but all those things have happened to me personally yeah. in one setting or another. And I thought, oh, if we're going to bring this all together... Yes, and the picture was perfect. The girl with that look, it, you know, I just, I said, oh, my God, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a shout-out to my editor, Lisa Milden. She helped me pick that out because I was having a hard time with the picture for that article, so she, she helped me. She is awesome. Yeah, shout-out to you, Lisa. Everybody there at Coffee House is awesome. You know, our leaders, yes, of course, Jess and, and Luke and everybody and all the editors and people, everyone there. But yeah, Lisa's, uh, the other Lisa, and I almost called Lisa, Lisa Milden in the beginning of the show. So. <laughs> well, I, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> yes, I know, right? So shout out to you, Lisa. So when you listen to yeah. this, you'll hear a lot of your name being mentioned. <laughs> Maybe her ears are ringing. I know, right? <laughs> but, um, but I was going to uh, ask you, can you tell us, like, when you were younger, like, I know you said you had to stop to write. Going back to when you were uh, like a young girl uh, or younger girl, I'll say that. Um, like when you know, but you know, because you know, I'm in, I'm in the forty. Mm, I, I won't say how old I am, but um, you know, let's just leave it at that. I'm not fifty yet. That's all I can say. <laughs> you know, you know, 
<laughs> you know, that's what we can say. But um, can you tell us if you always knew, like, because you said you knew you wanted to write, but even as a little girl, did you know that that was something that you were going to do? Oh, yes. It never, I was enthralled with, I remember Nancy, reading Nancy Drew Mysteries. Oh, I love those books. And most people read them and think, what? wow, what a great story. And I'm thinking going, what a great writing. I, I didn't know the writing style at the time, mm-hmm. but I remember in my journals trying to mimic the style in which those stories were written. I just wow. loved how Nancy's clothes were described and how I could taste the food she was eating. I just loved it. That, that, that's, I don't know if you do this. I don't know if most writers mm-hmm. do this, but we all kind of, I don't know, I think... Like how I'm going to write a lot of times. If I'm just sitting there watch people gazing, I'll think about how would I write this in a story. Yeah. Exactly. And instead of thinking like a normal person, I'll start thinking dialogue. How do I describe what they're eating? What does the restaurant yeah. sound like? What does it smell like? What does the seat feel like? Is it, you know, leather? Is it cloth? It's strange. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, whenever I do a show about scenes and, uh, descriptions or, or something like that I may have you come on the show so you can tell us like how you start scenes and 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 dialogue and stuff because I also like to do shows on writing tips share advice on that so hopefully oh, okay. one day we can kind of have you on just to tell us what your process is on that because I think that's it that's in, so important in books like I was going to ask you what is your writing style so go ahead and tell us more about that <laughs> Well, like what you were saying, like uh, your process, because you said that you were really enthralled with Nancy Drew and, and, and trying to mimic what she, you know, how she described, uh, describes her scenes. So do you like start with dialogue or just work on scenes when you start uh, building up your draft? That's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I kind of, I love to work on dialogue because I like the dialogue to sound natural. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And and that's the thing. A lot of times people write stuff. Um, um, I was reading the book by Walter Mosley where would this character actually say that? Like uh, when, when you're talking there, I've noticed in some books, you know the character is not going to speak like that. That's more like the writer got in there and said something, if that makes sense. Does that make right. sense to you? Something like that? You know, kind of. Totally yeah, and, and I didn't get that until I was reading it. I was like, oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, I was reading about his narrative and the first, first person, third person, and he said, sometimes, you know, the writer tries to inflect, like when it's a third person narrative, they want to get themselves in there, but you know the, the, the character can't say it, but, but then you see a little bit, like you're trying to tell the reader how to think, and that, you know, and it's kind of like telling you don't do that, kind of like that, if that, if that makes any sense. 
mm. used in for me was, uh, as far as style goes, was graphic. Yes. I like a couple of points in the story where it's a little graphic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not the whole story. doesn't have to be gory all the way throughout. But if you read Isotope, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put a shameless plug in here for the book again, no, but towards cool. the end, there is a part that my daughter has told me is the best thing. It's only a couple of lines mm-hmm. long, but she said it is the best scene in the whole book. And wow. she loves it. Wow. And she said you can see it in a movie. Wow. I took that as a high compliment. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and and that's the thing. You have to escalate the plot, like, like what you were saying. And in order to do that, you have to have some graphic uh, you know, some, some, even the language, like with me, I really struggled, uh, when I wrote the diary of the broken father to write these curse words in there. I didn't want to do that in there because I don't really, uh, write that, you know, in my books and not that there's anything, I don't have anything against it. I just don't, it took me a while and it weren't really graphic words, but for me it was like, he's like, he's a drunk, Sylvia, he has to speak you know, a little bit rougher than what you wrote. He won't say, oh, he has to say something else. So I kind of had a little struggle with that. And I finally understood that, yes, you got to push your character. I don't know if you've had to do that, like when you were describing the scene and have to kind of say, well, this, this got to, you know, this got to be more here, something like that. I didn't have to do it with the isotope, but I did write a short story Mm -hmm. And the characters, I couldn't, and this goes back to what you were saying about our voice or the character's voice. Yeah. You know, I I don't swear myself, so my characters, I don't think about making them swear, but this one short story mm-hmm. I wrote for a class, I remember thinking, ooh, these guys are rough. The two, the two main characters were rough. Yeah. And I said, they're not going to talk like I do. No. You know, I had to make... I, and it, I had to put one swear word in, and my husband was, when he read it, he was like, does that have to be in there? I said, honestly, honey, I'm sorry, but it does, because these two guys are rough, yeah. they are drunk, you know, mm-hmm. they were drunk, yeah. and they were involved in some bad stuff, so I said, to be true to the character, yes, I did, I had to do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I struggled and with that. Exactly, you have to. It, it, sometimes you just have to, and it's not saying that, you know, you, you know, you don't want to, that's on you, but if the characters actually, sometimes stories, the characters carry your stories. Mm-hmm. And for me, okay. that's been the case when I write any story, my characters drive my story. It, would you agree that that's what happens with you when you write or you begin to write? Absolutely. You start spending a lot of time with these characters and sometimes they almost write the story themselves, but you can't just like real people, you can't ask your characters to be something they're not. Exactly, exactly. And I agree. I agree. I, I totally agree with that. Now, uh, what is uh, your main uh, motivation for, uh, like, in, in anything that you do? What, like, what is your biggest motivation? Well, my biggest motivation is God. I am a Christian, and mm-hmm. I believe that God has a purpose for me. Yes. And I believe that purpose is writing good books. Yes, yeah, um, exactly. I'm sorry? No, yes, I agree. <laughs> um, my husband is a pastor, mm-hmm. and it makes me a pastor's wife. But beyond that, I'm a, I'm a wife and a mother, and whenever I write a book, I always think about my children. Is this something that 
I would feel comfortable with them reading. Yes. Now, Isotope is more geared towards, like, adult teens. Yeah. Or, you know, adults and older teens. Yes. My younger kids could read it. There's nothing in it that would scar them, but I'm not sure that they would understand it all. Yeah. It might be a little bit above their head. Yes. But I would not be ashamed to have any one of them pick it up and read it. Okay. Okay. And that's a huge motivation for me. No, and and that's beautiful because, like I said, I'm I'm faith driven myself. So, yeah, uh, faith every day, especially you know, sitting down with my children and and meditating and praying with them is is a big motivation for me as well. So that's uh, that's that's very important. So thank you for sharing that. And what is um like? Do you have a message in your books? You already said faith. Would that be the same thing for your books? The message that you want your characters to carry? Is there a particular message that you have for the reader on that? Well, it's more of a kind of a struggle, the good against the bad. Okay. It's very basic in my book, Isotope. Okay. Um, and then the one I'm writing, um, it's, it's, there's, I'd like to say there's a really deep message in Isotope, but there really is. <laughs> it's not. It was just a fun thing to write. I really enjoyed working yes. on it. Um, the feedback I've gotten has been positive. People are enjoying reading it. That's all it was ever meant to do. I never put too much on the shoulders of that one book. Um, and the next one, again, it's a fantasy book, mm -hmm. uh, Good Against Evil, that yes. sort of thing. Yes. Um, I am planning a series of devotional books that I've been starting to take um, notes on and uh, making notes for each of the devotions I want to do. And that, of course, is faith-based. Okay. That will be very clearly trying to, you know, have people look at God and have you have your time with Him and hopefully be spiritually enlightening in some way to people. Yes, exactly. No, that and that's wonderful. You know, it's like you're an overall, uh, you know, rounded, very well grounded person with faith, your family, you know, and, and being a writer. So you have it all to all put together. So that's that, and and you're also a student. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And, of course, a wife a wife and a mother, of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. Life is very full. Yeah, exactly. Good, but it's good. But know? it's good. And that's the important thing. So, um, you know, if people want to find your book, of course, you said you have it available on Amazon and Barnes & Nobles, correct? Isotope? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's mm -hmm. under Lisa Post. Is that the, yes. the name? Okay. Yep. And, and what other um, social media, if your fans or, or people that are, listening want to reach out to you uh what are you do, are you on social media do you have an author page is there a website they can go to okay um i don't have an author page per se as yet That's okay something i've been noodling going oh boy because i'm technically challenged oh uh, it's okay I, i'm there with you so it's okay so i have to kind of work up the courage to try that but i am on facebook um lisa post <laughs> real original um, it's, it's okay. I am on Twitter. Twitter. Um, I do have a blog, which I do ever. Um, I platform it on Facebook whenever mm -hmm. I do a new blog entry. But mm -hmm. it's not so much about writing; it's more about everyday stuff with the kids. With the kids. Whatever we're doing, whatever we're up to. So that's really not so much for writing. Although I do talk about writing a little bit on it. <laughs> um, so, but no, no author page for me yet. <laughs> okay. Well, when you do, uh, is. Um, Make sure to let us know, and we'll put that out there for people that want to reach out to you, um, or uh, like if there's an email or something they can want reach out. But she is on on Twitter under Lisa Post, correct, and and Facebook. Yep. 
also. So you want to reach out to her, you can find her there. And of course, her book is Isotope on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And um, what advice would you want to give anyone that's starting out as a writer or any type of like, what is something that you can offer as an advice for them before you go? give up um, 26 years marriage and I didn't start seriously writing again until probably 22 years um, into the marriage yeah. when my children were getting older don't ever give up and always keep at it uh, even if you're writing a journal entry every couple of days write a poem write a description write a short essay if, if you're a writer you have to write it's just there you have to do it exactly um, just always 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 keep working on your craft correct that's right read a lot write a lot the two best things you can do for yourself as a writer exactly that that those are those are two of the best uh things and thank you for sharing that advice uh for us here in the artist realm and what is something if there's anything i didn't ask you that we don't know about you that you would like to share <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. I just uh, always ask that. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I live a pretty boring, I'm boring to some standards. I love my life in the country. I love my <laughs> big family. I love, I love my Lord. I yeah, love to course. write. I love to learn. Those are the main things, I guess. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's wonderful. There's nothing boring about that. That's a, that's a pretty good life, I have to say. So thank you so, so much for joining us today, Lisa. You've been wonderful it's been awesome to have you tonight and i hope to have you again under better circumstances <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you so much for having me i've really enjoyed it it's always a privilege and a joy to talk with you sylvia well it's been a privilege to talk to to talk to you because i get to chat with you a lot and it's nice to hear to put a, a voice to you know to the awesome person that you are so it's it's uh -oh. really great to have you here and like i said in the artist realm was created you know i wanted to do a podcast to show you know shed a light on artists and what they have to give us and i'm so happy to have had you here today and i hope you come back and share more news about your writing or any tips you have and anything else that you want to come in and talk to us about great love it well thank you so much for joining us from pennsylvania you enjoy your evening and thank you everyone for joining us for this special in the artist realm sorry you were going to say something and i cut you off what were you going to say <laughs> i was just going to say thank you and you have a good evening too oh no no problem i tend to do that so you need to go sylvia i haven't finished talking <laughs> 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 well and and i think radio uh, if some some radio hosts tend to be like that so i i i guess i'm i'm pretty in uh where i'm supposed to be i guess <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a great job thank you so much that means a lot well, thank you guys for joining us here in the artist realm. I am indie author Sylvia Stein, and we'll catch you again with another one-on-one. -on -one. Next week, I have the coffeehouse writers stopping in. Some of them uh, will share about what they're all about, and uh, we'll see you then. And thank you again. Y'all have a great evening, and happy Thursday, everyone. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
this was uh, In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. Thank you for joining us today.